Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. Let's get started. Yeah, I worked yesterday. I was tired as fuck. I didn't have no time to do the podcast last night. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, I worked until nine. Yeah, probably every day. <laughs> yeah, but you ready to dive into the news? Yeah, yeah, we were, we were at, uh, we were on Yahoo's, right? No, no, we were, yeah, Yahoo, right? Yeah, Yahoo. So we're doing a story on something on Honduras or something? Uh, Honduran's forming migrant caravan for U.S. stopped in Homeland. Okay, yeah, so like what? So they, they're just trying to get into the U.S. now that Biden's president or, or, uh, I guess they're waiting for him to be president. But they're all like trying, they're trying to get a bunch of people to get into the country at, uh, at one time, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, I hope they make it then, you know, like I hope they're able to get into the country and have a better life. Uh, I mean, it's like, if, if we were doing the opposite of what Try to get into our country. I hope they make it. 
But I hope this new caravan makes it where those people in the caravan are able to make it into the country. Yeah. Time reveals the four finalists for person of the year 2020. Nobody cares about that. I don't know, like, I kind of wonder, like, who are they going to have as person of the year? Are they, are they someone that's cool or is it somebody that's lame? They had Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as the person of the year. Okay, that's pretty lame. I don't think they deserve the right to be considered people of the year because they're the ones that are screwing us up and putting on these curfews. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like, I just keep saying it. I don't care if 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 they if the hospitals get so crowded that they have to put you know bury bodies in the street, you know, or carry bodies out onto the street because they can't get in the hospitals. It still would be better for all of us to die like that than to lose our freedom because of these restrictions. Trump signs bill adverting government shutdown, fight on coronavirus aid drags on. Um, wait, say that again? Trump signs bill averting government shutdown, fight on coronavirus aid drags on. Yeah, no, that's, that, uh, yeah, we're still in the situation now, but it's, uh, I'm trying to think if I had anything more to say on what I was saying yesterday about today. What Katie Porter was saying. Because it's like... It's, I mean, that's what... As much as... Like when Katie Porter was saying, oh, you know, the corporations don't want to be sued, it's still... I, I, I still think maybe Mitch McConnell has something. Because uh, Katie Porter... Is, uh, I'm trying to think how to explain it. It's just, we shouldn't be tailor making the world to these germaphobes. If we're all going to die, then, okay, a bunch of people are going to die. Okay, that's going to happen. You can't, like, put a bunch of lawsuits against uh, the corporations because everybody's dying and, oh, they didn't. Tailor make the world to germaphobes because if they tailor make the world to germaphobes, then all our lives are going to be a complete hell with everybody having to get medical tests to do anything. And, uh, you know, this whole where everybody's being Asians, and it's just this is this is, isn't a life worth, worth living if you have to have that much restrictions on everything because the government has decided to tailor make the world for it so that germaphobes will be happy and make it easy for a germaphobe to sue anybody because, oh my God, everybody's dying and I wound up dying because you didn't tailor make the world for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like the germaphobe's kingdom right now. Yeah, no, I mean, this is... The latest changes for the worst that have been implemented for the past nine months is just not a not a, a life in a world worth living in. 
but I think I think McConnell's probably right in not wanting the corporations to be sued unless unless Katie Porter can explain what they want to sue the corporations for, and it isn't just because they didn't tailor make the world the germaphobes. I just don't think they should be able to sue the corporations for that kind of thing. I mean, unless you unless you can really explain what they want to sue the corporations for. And prove to me that it isn't to, to tailor make the world the germaphobes. I, I don't. I think uh, Mitch McConnell probably is fighting for. You know, if, if Mitch McConnell loses this, as much as I think he's an asshole as a politician, we're we're probably if if he loses this, this is going to be a loss for all of us uh, that want to live free. Now, who will free? What do you say? I said that who went free? Uh, okay. Well, Katie Porter is, is kind of a fight between the Democrats and Mitch McConnell. It's like Katie Porter saying it's all Mitch McConnell's holding the bill up. So it's kind of, uh, so Katie Porter's on the side of the Democrats that want to be able to sue the corporations, which... Like I said, if she could explain a, a reason to see the corporations decide that they're not tailor-making everything enough for germaphobes, then maybe I'll, I'll be more likely to agree with it. But at this point, I'm thinking she's just trying to tailor-make the world for germaphobes. And I think Mitch McConnell is trying to stop that from happening so that we can at least have some semblance of freedom in our country still. You know, without having to worry about, oh my god, if we don't tailor make everything for germaphobes, then every store is going to be sued for everything, and, and, you know, it's just... So you're rooting for Mitch McConnell? Yeah. At this point, and unless, unless Katie Porter can give me a good argument, or the Democrats can give me a good argument, why these lawsuits would be anything else but trying to tailor make the world for germaphobes. And I'm, I'm reading for Mitch McConnell on this. Yeah, everybody move to the next story? Yeah, let's go to the next story. Marine found guilty of smuggling guns to Haiti in in, in purported plot to become president. Okay, who smuggled the guns into Haiti? A soldier. So it's like an American soldier? Yeah. Okay, well, and they say because he wanted to be president or something, or what, what was... Yeah, in plot to become president. President of what? Haiti or the USA? Because why would smuggling guns into Haiti make you president? I have no idea. Okay, let's let's try to go into this article because this is really confusing to me. <laughs>
U.S. Marine accused of traveling from North Carolina to Haiti with guns, ammunition, and body armor was found guilty of weapon smuggling in federal court Thursday. After a three-day trial, a jury found Jacques Yves Sebastian Durosiu, 34, guilty of conspiring to illegally export and smuggle firearms and controlled equipment from the U.S. to Haiti and transporting firearms without a license to the Haitian army. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of North Carolina said in a news release. Okay. So what does that have to do with him being president of Haiti? And why is the U.S. government so intent on making sure the Haitian army doesn't have that many guns from the U.S. military guns? I mean, since Haiti is the government of the United States. It looks like his main purpose was for training the Haitian military. Yeah, so the Haitian military is a puppet government of the United States, so why does the United States want them not to have that many U.S. weapons? Uh, They're under an arms embargo. Okay, why are they under, maybe the question is, why are they under an arms embargo? Well, they weren't like um like military weapons. They were like regular guns. Okay, so this is just like regular. So this is like guns that you can get at any gun shop. So that means like that that the U.S. military won't let Haiti even have like won't let them have as good guns as they have. For some reason, so so again, it comes down to why does the U.S. have a, a, a an arms embargo against Haiti? Yeah, some of the weapons were reportedly purchased in Jacksonville near Camp Lee, June, in eastern North Carolina. Okay. Frederick Ludwig, a special agent what? with the Naval Criminal Investigate, Investigative Services based out of Camp Lee June, testified at Durasu's detention hearing that he was accompanied to the airport in New Bern by an individual who appears to be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The girlfriend was reportedly clad in a captain's marine unit. Corps uniform, despite being neither a captain nor on active duty. Okay. So it still comes down to why does the U.S. have an arms embargo against Haiti? Uh, Doro Sue 
would later tell investigators he intended to get caught at the airport in Haiti so he could gain a platform to make a statement. Okay. He said, he said, I know why I brought the guns. It's still a part of the attention I need. Okay. Durstu also said he picked every gun to be able to teach Haitian soldiers how to shoot and that he knew bringing the guns into the country was illegal. Okay. Uh, he wanted to help the Haitian people. He wanted to wear the uniform of the military that's been established and defeat the thugs, creating instability in Haiti, court filing state. Okay. So are the thugs people fighting the current Haitian government or the Haitian government itself? Ooh, good jam. God, I can love this band. Yeah, that's the end of the story. It doesn't say why they don't want them to have arms. Yeah, you know, there's got to be a way to find out why is the U.S. having arms embargo against Haiti. <laughs> I'm searching. Well, it's the United Nations arms embargo. Yeah, so why do the United Nations want arms embargo against Haiti, I guess? And it says the U.S. partially lifts arms embargo against Haiti. Mm -hmm. So the U.S. is supporting this. So no, they're trying to Haiti? give them more freedom. What? The U.S. is trying to give them more freedom. Okay, give Haiti more freedom. Yeah. So why would an arms embargo keep them from having freedom? Because I'm, I'm trying to think, because if the U.S. government doesn't want Haiti to have weapons, then Haiti must not be as much of a puppet government to the U.S. as they used to be. Because I thought for a long time Haiti was... Uh, being propped up because they have the cheapest minimum wage out of every country in the world by the U.S. So now I'm trying to figure out. Well, it says the decision to pass the resolution followed the military coup in Haiti in 1991, deposing elected President John Bertrand Aristide and following a request from the permanent representative of Haiti for the UN to make universal and mandatory trade embargo on Haiti recommended by the Organization of America States. Huh. Okay, you know, I, I, I remember that. So... 
said no to it. I'm wondering if if the current government of Haiti has made conditions better or not, like over the past bunch of years. Because usually when a country is, in, is, is the enemy of the U.S., and if the U.S. is trying to keep the current government of the country from having weapons, it usually means that they're trying to make conditions better for the country in, usually. So I'm kind of wondering, with the current government of Haiti, who are the, you know, is, is the government of Haiti the good guys or the bad guys now? Because huh? a lot of times, like, if the U.S. doesn't want a, a country to have weapons, usually that means that that country is more the good guys and the U.S. is more the bad guys. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. Now I'm really confused on what oh. those of us that want that country, you know, things to go better for that country, should feel about about the current government of the country. You know, like uh, if the U.S. is against them, you know, could they possibly be trying to make things better for the country or not? That's like. Where I wish, you know, people like on the, on the, uh, I don't know, more, I don't know, I wish kind of, I wish that the people on KPFK would, maybe because it's been so long ago, cause I, I, it hit me more, like, still more, more clear to me back in 1991 when I was listening to KPFK, the state of the government, but now, over the how many years later, you know, 91, 2001, 2011, 2016, 1789, that's like 20, 29 years later. Or more than that, 28, yeah. 91, 2011 is 20 years. Yeah, 25, 29 years later. It's, uh, I don't, I'm not sure, like, whether Haiti is a, a good government, and that's why the U.S., uh, is keeping them from having weapons, or whether they're a fucked up government and the U.S. is right. I'm not sure who's right now or who's on the right side because it's just been, it happened so long ago that I'm not sure, like, how we should feel about that country right now. You haven't decided whether what? I'm not sure how we should feel about that country's government right now. Because, like, when they have an earthquake, things are really fucked up because they build things crappily, so that makes me think the country's really fucked up, but if the country was really, really fucked up, then the U.S. would like that, because it would just make them, you know, because, again, we kept them having the lowest minimum wage for, in the world for so many years, so I don't know, I, I mean, I guess I need to, like, get a refresher course, somebody, some political activist or somebody needs to that knows about what's going on in Haiti should give us a refresher course on what's happened in Haiti since 1991. Because as a stupid American who doesn't know shit about the news because they don't cover it very much, I really don't know, like, who are the good guys and who are the bad guys in Haiti right now. Yeah, and is the current government screwed up or are they making things better for the people? And is the U.S. right or wrong in pushing the, the 
so because like everything that america has been doing in haiti has been fucked up that's why like the haitians like hate the clintons and shit yeah and clinton was the president or no no george bush senior was the president when the arms embargo started but clinton didn't stop the arms embargo so yeah probably maybe the haitian government needs the weapons and probably the uh should be, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, maybe this dude shouldn't be in jail. I don't know. I really got to know more about what's happening in Haiti. I haven't heard enough about it in a bunch of years. Yeah, besides the earthquakes, I haven't heard shit either. And besides them, um, like the Clinton Foundation smuggling uh, kids into America. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not... I really, like, some dude on some activist group should... I really want to find out what's going on in, in Haiti. Uh, I hope somebody on KPFK or something covers it out here in Pacifica. Ready to move to the next story? Yeah, let's go to the next story. So that's a very confusing story because we really, us Americans are so stupid and ignorant, we don't know what's going on in Haiti. <laughs> and I'm, I'm included in that stupid and ignorant group of people. Doesn't look like there's much news besides Trump campaign reacts to news of active Hunter Biden investigation. Okay. Wait, what about active Hunter? Okay, say that again. Trump campaign reacts to news of active Hunter Biden investigation. Okay, well, I'm sure Trump would say it's cool. <laughs> I mean, that uh, huge. I don't know, like, feeling uh, that he should be guilty on that. I don't know. Do you want to cover this one more? Uh, I'll just cover, like, the, the overview. Okay, yeah. Trump campaign National Press Secretary Hogan Gidley says the media is a punchline after it refused to cover what he calls the Biden family's potential criminal activity. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing else on Yahoo News. Ready to head to InfoWars? 
Yeah, let's do InfoWars. Anyway, so here I am talking about the good guys and the bad guys. I shouldn't do it in that reference, but it's like, who's, you know, like, who should we supporting as, be supporting as people without money that want to fight for our selfish interests? Because I'm probably just as bad of a guy as whoever is the, in the, whoever is in the government of, of uh, you know, whoever the U.S. supports or whatever. So, but as far as for someone, for us wanting people without money wanting to fight for our selfish interests, it's like, mm-hmm. whose side should we be on? You know? <laughs> Kamala Harris. Oh, I'm the kind of a cheesy jam. <laughs> That's why I like old people music. <laughs> yeah, too. Well, Bruce Wayne's pretty old. <laughs> Okay. Well, so am I, but I try not to act my age, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kamala Harris' husband slams WSJ op-ed for sexist call on Jill Biden to drop the doc in her name. What? Okay. Wait, say that again? I'm confused. Okay, like, somebody, is somebody saying Joe Biden's sexist and they want to fight him for it or something? Or? So this know, like, story would never have been written by a man. I don't want, what? This story would never have been written about a man, he says. Okay. The Wall Street Journal earlier published an op-ed where essayist Joseph Epstein urged Joe Biden's wife, Jill Biden, to drop the doc in her name, claiming it sounded fraudulent in a touch comic. What? Okay, this is really confusing. So it's really what? what? Okay, they want her to drop her name from some document. No, they want her to put it in her name. What document? Uh, let me continue reading. Kamala Harris' husband, Doug Emhoff, on Saturday slammed an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal for urging Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden's wife, Jill Biden, a doctor of, edu- of education, to drop the doc in her name. Unlike in some countries, Americans tend to only refer to themselves as doctor. If they practice medicine, however, the appellation can technically be used. Ugh can be used by anyone with a doctor in any field of study. Okay, so are they saying that Joseph Biden's wife's not really a doctor, or...? Yeah, basically. Okay. Like, they're not calling her doctor. Okay, so like, why? What are? What are you saying is sexist about whatever all this? Emhoff indirectly denounced the publication for sexism while defended Bill Jill Biden's title, as he tweeted on Saturday afternoon that she was an inspiration to him as well as her students. 
and Americans across this country. Okay, well, so they're, they're saying she's not really a doctor. Well, they're refusing to call her a doctor. Okay, so who's refusing to call her a doctor? Oh, um, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. He then added that Dr. Joe Biden sounded and felt fraudulent not to say a touch comic. Okay, so who's refusing to call her a doctor? Uh, Joseph Epstein. Joseph Epstein. Okay. Um. See, I don't know, like, I don't know if it really matters, because at least, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's like, why does it really matter? I mean, like, Okay, like Epstein added... Joseph Biden's already married, right? Yeah, Joseph Biden. So, so, okay, this is Joseph Biden's wife, so we're assuming that, that at least you've given Joseph Biden some sex. So, I mean, as long as Joseph Biden gets some sex, why should we want to, like, say she... You know, why would... You know, the only... If, if there's a sexist interest, you know, like, the whole interest, the whole reason why I'm... I'm why I'm being a sexist pig most of my life and why I'm trying to fight for for uh, men to reclaim our, our to, for, why I'm trying to fight for men to be able to legally dominate and control women is because the whole point is to be able to have more sex more often and more pleasurable sex more often and for the women to not be able to keep legally being able to deprive us over and over again and it's like, okay, she's given Joseph Biden sex, so why should, you know, like, what would be the reason for not wanting to say she's a doctor then? Or, like, or, I don't know, like, what's the, I'm not sure, like, what the, the whole thing about whether somebody's a doctor or not, or whether the title doctor is fraudulent or not. Like, what does it really matter to anything? You know, like, what does it matter whether Joseph Biden has a, whether Joseph Biden's wife has a more prestigious name or not? You know, like, what would be the, the loss for for us men in not giving her a prestigious name? And what would be the gain uh, for anybody in not giving her a prestigious name? You know, I, I just don't get, like, what would be the gain in not giving her a prestigious name in the first place? Like, why is it so important that it's like, okay, because she calls herself a doctor, we're not going to call her a doctor for some reason. Yeah, he said, like, um, that a wise man once said that no one should call himself doctor unless he has delivered a child. Uh, no, that was, that would be if you're in, you know, what, what's the, the field, what do they call the field where you give birth? That's what, obstetrician or pediatrics or what, what's the, what do they call the field of doctors that give birth to kids? Well, then they would have to call guys like doctors because, like, I was trained to deliver babies. Okay, but you're not a doctor. No. Okay, but there are people that are doctors that don't deliver babies. You know, exactly. they're doctors in psychology and other fields, uh, 
I think even in journalism. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was trained to deliver babies, but they would, I would never be called a doctor. <laughs> okay, so, so I don't get what the big deal is about calling her a doctor or not calling her a doctor. I don't get what the big deal is. Me either. Alright, we'll go to the next door. Yeah. Wow. No essential services, well, non-essential services shut down. No drinking in public and no fireworks. Germany rolls out tougher COVID nineteen rules. In which which state or which part of the world? Germany. Uh that's 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 screwed up. So Germany is really losing its freedom. So everybody listening to Germany, you're really losing your freedom. And the fact that they added no drinking in public to that. In a country where you have, like, where beer is so heavy, God, this is like... Yeah, that's why I made a rap song. More and more heavy. Yeah, that's why um, I made a rap song dissing Angela Merkel. Oh, cool. That, now, that's going to be a good one. I got to hear that one. <laughs> well, it was just like a small little diss in, like a, in a song about... Uh, like, I just called her a fascist, you know. <laughs> okay, well, she's becoming that. Like, before this coronavirus stuff happened, well, I kind of would consider her a fascist after what she did as, uh, you know, as a spokesperson for the EU, screwing with the Greeks and the, and, the, and the people in Spain and the Italians and the Portuguese. Yeah. So, like, in that way, it would be... I think from that point on, she kind of deserved the title of fascist at that point. When she when she made all those countries uh, take away their handouts in order to pay the uh, debt to Germany, like at that point, she became fascist. But yeah, especially she has been fascist ever since the damn uh, 
government lockdown stuff that uh, happened. Cigarettes aren't rolling right. Losing their freedom in Germany. Yeah, no, that's sad. Especially in a country that's known for beer, that you can't drink in public there now. That's why. I mean, we already kind of lost that freedom in our country, you know, just because of the suppressed so, uh, sobriety uh, pricks in a lot of ways. You know, but I mean, I don't know. Like, there are certain places where you can drink a beer. I don't know. Like, certain places where the cops will screw with you, but. You can drink beer at certain restaurants and they don't screw with you. So, like, I don't know, it's all confusing the way uh, our cops and do alcohol stuff. But, I made a rap about uh, super villains and shit, though. Yeah, right on. Yeah, it was about Venom. You want to check it out? Right on, use Venom. <laughs> like, who is Venom? <laughs> uh, Spider-Man's arch enemy. Okay, like, what's the thing that makes him Spider-Man's arch enemy? Like, what makes him evil? Well, like, Eddie Brock isn't really evil, Miz, because Venom actually was, like, a, is an alien that, like, bonded with Spider-Man first. And then, like, basically, Venom hates Spider-Man because he rejected the power that he gave him. Okay, but, like, what's the thing that makes him a villain? Why is he considered a villain? Like, what did he do that's so villainous? Well, I was watching the Venom, like, movie yesterday, and basically, like, you know, he kills people, you know, he goes on plots to kill Spider-Man and shit like that. You know, he okay. robs well, banks and shit like that. So I'd probably, like, want to be like Venom. <laughs> yeah. You know, because, like, uh... But then yeah, he's not much of a villain anymore, because <laughs> him and Spider-Man eventually became friends. Okay. I mean, if I wasn't, if I wasn't such a coward, there's a lot of people I'd want to kill. <laughs> yeah, but Venom likes biting off people's heads, though. Yeah, cool. You know, that's, uh, that must be fun. Alright, ready for the rant? Uh, what, next story? No, oh, Venom. Rap, rap. Yeah, do your rap, do your rap. Yeah, Venom, enemy center.
I am Dennis, straight to Venice. I'm hard when I spit. Knife to cut it, went and done it. Super villain shit, super ill spit. Fuck Krillin to the wrist, better yet with the fist. Here's your name, and it's on the list. Dragon Ball's got this, cause they heroes, which means zeros in they pocket. No, they'll never stop it. This beat just popped it like a zip, cause it's on the list. Villains never dissed, villains never missed. Fuck Spider-Man, need a tired hand on his bitch. She's on the list. Hit her with the long tongue jujitsu. Yeah, Spider, I hit you. Next time, gonna split you. Dick to tip. Cause Power Rangers get it next. Because I'm vexed. Heroes never should attest. My bars, cause I'm in charge. Living large on the bars. Messages played out. X-Men next on the list. Because I'm pissed. Venom just hissed in your veins. Clinically insane. Plus, I'm deranged, villain on that gang bang thing. Pistol Glock goes bang bang. Ain't no shame, man. Professor X got slain, man. Fuck your telepath. He got it in the ass. Machine gun blast from the drive by on the other side of town. I'm a big clown and use spider webs to drown him. That's the end of it. Hey, what you should do with that one is if you read anything in the, I don't know what papers. You know, talk about like what movies are coming out. Like, if there's ever a new Spider-Man movie with Venom in it, you should try to send a demo tape of your rap and try mm-hmm. to get it put in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I just might do that. I mean, see if you can be considered as good of a rapper as these dudes that are famous. You know, like you know, like who's famous now? You know, like. uh... Yeah, their first pick to go with was Eminem. Like, he did, like, a song for the last Venom movie. But I'm not sure if they're going to put Venom in, like, Spider-Man. Because, like, for some reason, like, another company owns the rights. Yeah, but which record label puts out the CDs for the soundtrack to Spider-Man? Like, that Lane Post Malone song was, like, a huge hit in the... I guess the last Spider-Man movie. Like, who, what record label put that out? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, Post Malone has some good shit. Like the, I would like a rock star song. That's a good song. But the, the song in the Spider-Man movie and the Run away, get running instead of those are just lame ass But I like that. The, the song is good. I like that. Like, that one's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Hunter Biden got subpoenaed over Burisma. Over what? Uh, him working for that corporation. Uh, okay. Okay. And I don't know. Do you want to go into that one more? Or? Nah, I just feel like it came two, three months too late. Okay, right on. I mean, I don't, like, to me it doesn't matter one way or another. Joseph Biden's the president now. I don't know, like, if that would help us, like, be in a better situation if they mess with Hunter Biden. So it's like, I just, like, don't care that much about that story. Yeah, me either. Unless it's about him beating hookers and shit, I don't really care. Even if it's that, like, whatever they're trying to do to, to this, I don't know, like, and, cause, like, if we lose, 
like Joe Biden, we still get Kamala Harris who would make as crappy of a president as Joe Biden. So it's like, she's not as much impeachment insurance like uh, uh, Pencil as the Trump. So it was like, I don't know, you know, like it, it doesn't really matter who's president was losing, but it isn't like as bad as like, if Trump got impeached, we'd be stuck with pants. You know, like if if Biden gets impeached, it isn't like we're stuck we're stuck with somebody worse. It isn't like like the Democrats' vice presidents don't usually wind up being impeachment insurance like the Republicans' vice presidents wind up being. Because like yeah. usually the Republicans pick a vice president, or lately since, since like Dan Quayle, like uh, the Republicans always pick a vice president that if the president gets impeached, the vice president's so much worse than the president. That it's like you wouldn't want to try to impeach the president, and the Democrats don't usually do that. Yeah, it's not so like far. Democrats try and pick somebody who can take over the job. It's like the only time the Democrats might have picked an impeachment-proof pres- uh, vice president was when uh, Clinton had Gore as vice president. That might have been an impeachment-proof uh, vice president because Gore would have been worse than. Bill Clinton, probably. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like moistening up my tobacco because it's a little dry. Mm-hmm. My buddy showed me a trick for salvaging it. You take a wet paper towel and you leave it in there overnight and it'll make your tobacco wet again. Oh. And then uh, Olympia police declare a riot as one person is shot in clashes between Proud Boys and Antifa in Washington State. Whoa, so like the, 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 the Proud Boys were packing guns? Uh, or Antifa, like Antifa's known for having guns too. Okay, but they're so, they really believe that the Proud Boys are racist that much that they gotta point guns at. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I really think the Antifa people are wrong in this one, because there's no proof that the Proud Boys are that racist. Or, or, or like, racist. I haven't heard them say anything that's even as racist as, as stuff that Donald Trump has said. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know, like, why the Antifa people are so pissed off at the Proud Boys because they're just they're just champion. They're not like the the assholes that are running the world. They're just like seem to be just like campy dudes that like to have a good time and sing cheesy Broadway show tunes about you know being against political correctness. You know? Well, from the picture I see, Antifa is like rocking shields and helmets and shit and like riot gear. Well, yeah. But I mean, I just don't know why they're so, like, why they have, why they're so against the Proud Boys. I, I don't think the Proud Boys are really obstacles to the world of freedom we want to live in, like the politicians, you know, like the Republican and Democratic politicians. It's like they're just people that want to have a good time and make fun of political correctness. At least 
Yeah, which is why I wouldn't think they'd be the ones packing guns. I think that was just all Antifa, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, just the fighting for... It's like, the Proud Boys aren't that big, big, big of obstacles. They're like... I don't know. You, I just don't see them as obstacles to the world of freedom that it's that important to fight against. You know, like the, the Republican politicians, it makes sense to fight against them. You know, but those dudes are just people that want to have a good time and make some political correctness. That's not being an obstacle to the world of freedom. Yeah, I agree with you, Ken. They're just dupes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like they arrested one of the Proud Boys, though. For what? Well, a suspected Proud Boys member. Okay, so they don't even know whether this dude's a member of the Proud Boys. What did they arrest him for? The incident took place around 2 p.m. local time following hours of sporadic confrontations between rivals as a larger group of black-clad counter-demonstrators. Yeah. Okay, so to what did they arrest him for? Huh? What did they arrest the, the dude that they they think is the member of the Proud Boys? Well, they're saying one of the Proud Boys shot and a counter-protester was hit. Okay. So one of the dudes was packing had weapons. So, so, like, these dudes, the Proud Boys, feel like they're being so targeted that they gotta carry guns in self-defense, though. You know, like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Well, this is just, like, captions on the videos. Like, there's no more, like, article. Okay. Uh, Antifa allegedly stabbed four Trump supporters in Washington, D.C. Okay. Right on, but okay, why do that now? Trump's not the president. Now we gotta worry about the Biden supporters. And. Which is anti. I mean, and, and even now, we not everybody that supports Biden is fucked It's like, we gotta worry about the dudes that are really, you know, supporting all the bullshit of mainstream America. It's like. Trump is like not in office. We gotta do whatever. Violent war we do. We have to target against the people that are supporting the stuff that Biden's doing, and it's both Republicans 
is Democrats that support what Biden's doing that's taking away our freedom. You know, as far as not just the coronavirus stuff, which is that bad enough, but the other stuff that the mainstream Democrats have, like, been pushing for before my life, like, as soon as I was born, they were pushing crap. Like, before I was born, they were pushing crap that was taking away our freedom. And whatever acts of war we put on now have to be targeted toward now what Biden's doing to take away our freedom. You know, it's like, Trump's a has-been. We don't got to worry about Trump supporters right now. Now we got to worry about the stuff that the Democrats are doing that's taking away our freedom. You know, and then, if, uh, <clears throat> you know, if the Republicans, you know, everything we do, everything we do in the world we, we fight has to be about who's in power now. You know, when the Democrats are in power, we got to fight them. When the Republicans are in power, we got to fight them. But it's the realization, because, like, this is what's really hitting me. You know, like, if there is any transfer of power, it's like a mafia business war that just happened. Yeah. You know, where certain businesses have been taken out of the Fortune 500 and these new tech companies have been put in. And all the old businesses that were in the Fortune 500 anymore, like, that's the only transfer of power that's happened in this country. It's just certain businesses have been taken out of the Fortune 500 and now are, like, had their power taken away. But outside of that, there isn't any transfer of power when the, when the, uh, when the Republicans leave and the Democrats come in. Yeah, and then, um, unity and healing. Joe Biden posts pictures of dogs tearing up Trump dogs. Okay, wait. Who's posting this? Joe Biden. Okay, Joe Biden. Posting okay. his dogs. The you, the first okay, dogs. Again, this is like fake partisanship. It doesn't matter who wins. Either way, whether it's Trump or Biden, it's still the same people running everything, and there's no transfer of power, really. Except for this little business war that just happened recently. And in that way, it's a transfer of power just because a group of businesses have decided to take the businesses that they don't think are that are that uh, valuable anymore and try and make them go bankrupt, you know, through this coronavirus shit. But that's the only transfer of power that's happened is this little war between businesses. And it's like a mafia, it's like a mafia war, it's style war. And that's the only transfer of power that's really happened. Yeah, you trade one dick for a slightly smaller dick. You know, but it's like, it's just a shuffling. It's like certain businesses have their power taken away so that these tech businesses can have greater power. And then, um, Kamala Harris implicated in Hunter Biden's China Energy Company scheme. Mm-hmm. Okay, why is Kamala Harris implemented in, in this energy scheme thing? All right, and we're back. 
go. We just we just finished the podcast. Yeah, but we're back. I had to upload the episode. Okay, do we do we miss any of it or? Uh... No. Okay. Cool. 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 So yeah, yeah welcome was to on top uh, of it. another edition of the Tile Chaos and Aaron Order. So. Yep. Part two. In a story that received next to zero coverage in the mainstream media, an internal email memo from Democrat presidential hopeful Joe Biden's brother, Jim Biden, to the hierarchy of Sinohawk Holdings, the partnership between the China Energy Company and the Biden family cataloged a rich list of key contacts that included Senator U.S. Then U.S. Senator Kamala Harris and other high-level Democrats and progressives. Hey, and these progressives. So who was listed under the progressives that weren't? Because like they said, Democrats and progressives. So that means that people in what, the Green and Peace and Freedom Party are related to the Green and Peace and Freedom Party have been implemented and implicated in this stuff too. The key contacts listed in the memo outlined uh, associations for Joe Biden family business venture projects included Senator Kamala Harris, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, Senator Amy Klobuchar, Senator Dianne Feinstein, former U.S. Senior Senator Al Franken, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, California Governor Gavin Newsom, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe, former Minnesota Governor Mark Dayton, former California Governor Jerry Brown, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, and Mayor of Los Angeles Eric Garcetti. Okay, like, so I think all the people are Democrats, so why did the dude in the article say, and progressives? Because, okay... Progressive really doesn't mean anything. Like, that's a word. When they call, if they call somebody like Chuck Schumer progressive, that word doesn't mean anything. So it's like, I mean, progressive kind of does mean a buzzword in a way because there's a progressive coalition which in the Democratic Party, which really does mean something. So it's like a buzzword, but in reality, the word progressive, besides being kind of a buzzword, you know, like the progressive, like I said, the progressive coalition in the Democratic Party does mean something, but the word progressive in general doesn't mean anything. So, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know why, like, except for to slander that buzzword or something or anything that calls itself progressive, why the hell did this dude even put that word in the article? You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I just, they just wanted to lump them all together. Yeah, but that's like, really InfoWars, if you want to be considered credible, stop doing that. You know, if it's about Democrats, say it's Democrats, don't say Democrats and progressives. Because that's just making you look less reputable when you just use a word that's a buzzword as, in a way to lump a bunch of people together. That just makes you look like not a, not a trustworthy media source. And then Hunter Biden's business associations with several communist Chinese nationals 
according to the Senate, Homeland Security and Senate Finance Committees have resulted in millions of dollars in questionable transactions. Okay, that's, uh, I believe that. That really does, that's one of the worst uh, liabilities of, of Biden becoming president, I think, for, for the American people. As part of an investigation conducted by the committees targeting Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings, it was also discovered that Hunter Biden opened a bank account in Gong Wen Dong, whom he described as an emissary for Yi Jianming, the chairman of CEFC, which bankrolled a $100 million international spending binge with his uncle Jim Biden. Okay. Hunter Biden admitted in a statement this week that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware has an active investigation ongoing into his tax affairs. A government source with intimate knowledge of the matter told reporters that Hunter Biden is a subject target of the grand jury investigation indicating that the investigation is focused on the commission of a crime. Okay. Mm, Alex Jones gave a Jesus Christ speech. Moving on. Okay. Well, what's his Jesus Christ speech? Because I think Jesus would want to put him in in hell as much as he'd want to put me in hell. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? He's pretty God fearing to talk about God all the time. Yeah, I know, but so was I. Like you know, when I was younger and shit. But uh, you I mean, know, and besides, I guess Jesus he might like training. Like we're trying to act like my friend for a bunch of years, but uh, like. He might yeah. like trannies, like somebody caught him slipping on that. What? Yeah, like um, like they captioned like um on his phone, like uh they looked at the live stream and then they screen captured his phone, and one of the like, like uh pages that was up on his phones was like, like, tranny satisfies cock hunger. Okay, okay, so yeah, but that's what I mean. So, like, he's just as likely to be tortured as I am, you know? So, like, but okay, if he wants to push the Jesus message, you know, I was, like, I was, like, pushing it when I was uh, a Jesus hippie, so I wonder what his, his Jesus message is. <laughs> mm, that's a video. Okay, never mind. <laughs> You know, especially if it's a long video. If it's like a one or two minute video, that makes sense. But not like a whole. Nah, it's a speech. Either way? It's a speech. Okay, so it's a long speech. Okay, we'll sign on it. And then Alex Jones storms Supreme Court in epic gathering of patriots. Okay, so they, they had a bunch of people turn up to the Supreme Court hearing, which I think the Supreme Court has rejected everything that Trump's done so far. Yeah. I'm not sure how Trump intends on fighting now after the, the Texas thing got rejected. 
Supreme Court decision signals succession. Well, secession. Another knife in the back of the Constitutional Republic. We need to accept who is really in charge of America. We need to know who they are because they aren't occupying the three branches of government we pay our taxes to and maintain. And they clearly aren't representing the sanctity of free and fair elections after the Supreme Court sunk the final knife into the back of the Constitutional Republic. Meanwhile, the election fraud is becoming increasingly creative, and the GOP could have done a lot more to support our election integrity, but they didn't. This is the America we are free falling into. The billionaires have increased their wealth by 30% in 2020, while middle America has been decimated. A recipe of well, that's, hyper- that's the truest statement they said right there. <laughs> yeah, a recipe of hyperinflation and an oncoming third world reality. That is that part of it's true. Like if they just stuck to that part of the message and not the election was stolen. So then it would make sense to the because, like, if there is any way that that, that happens, really, what I think happens, I don't think you can really say the election was stolen. I mean, I think if anything did happen, what happened is that the media did such a good job at bullshitting people into thinking that uh, that. The taking away of our freedom because of coronavirus, you know, like, coronavirus is so bad that it's worth taking away our freedom for. Like, that's... When when I heard... When I heard every TV station in the news push that argument and, and push every question to be that the answer is that because of this sickness, we should be willing to give up our freedom, and we should be willing to accept these restrictions. Like, that's where, that's where the people who are running things did their work, is through the media. It wasn't through stealing an election, it was through pushing this agenda that the coronavirus is so bad that it's worth taking away our freedom for and accepting these restrictions. And... Like, that's where both the, the, uh, uh, I don't know, the media, like, every, every TV station pushed this, and really bothered me when I, when I heard people like Tom Hartman and, and, uh, Amy Hyatt from Democracy Now!, and, Sonali Kohatkar, even, although she didn't push it quite as badly, but, uh, when I heard all three of those people pushing this idea that the coronavirus is, is so bad that we should accept having our freedom taken away and accept these restrictions and only the Democratic Party winning the election will make it so that we can, you know, uh, make this happen and, and just pushing that it's so important to accept having our freedom taken away. That's the only way that anything like that happened was just the way the media was manipulated and 
every side of the media because the, the media sources that I trust, I don't trust anymore. And the, uh, uh, the uh, media sources that I didn't trust, I, I still don't. But everybody in the media was pushing just that one message for the most part. And, and like, that's where the people who are controlling things manipulated things just through the media. But I don't think they stole an election. It was all done through manipulation of the media. And uh, that's, uh, I don't know, that's how I think we've completely lost our freedom. And it's just like through this business war between these, you know, I don't know, like one group of, uh, you know, like tech companies trying to cause a bunch of other businesses to go out of business. You know, that's the only transfer of power that's happened. And it's, it's just the people in power have decided to go from, okay, they decided to trash the planet for four years and, uh, and, uh, push this, you know, going after people because they're Latino or Middle Eastern or black. But now the new strategy is going after the same people, but using the coronavirus and curses as a way to do it now. So like that's really what's going on. I don't think it was that the election was stolen. I think it's just that the media manipulated people uh, to believe that coronavirus is, is a justifiable reason to let these restrictions happen and take away our freedom. And, uh, you know, that's the, the only thing that's happened. That's how Jones is really worried about what happened. I think that's the message he should be pushing. Not saying, oh, the election was stolen. It's really all about the media manipulating everybody into thinking this, 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 uh, that coronavirus was that bad that they were taking away our freedom and pushing these restrictions. And it, that it is a business war between tech companies and a bunch of other businesses that have lost uh, power. And that's the only, uh, that's the only uh, uh, transfer of power that's happened. I got to end the podcast because I got to get ready for work. Okay, we cool. I'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys later, and I guess we're still in the middle of the show. So, so yeah, all right. All right, peace out, brother. Okay, peace out.